welcome back to Theory for Turntables, the TFT podcast. I'm Ryan, and that's Matt. Hey, Matt, within 14 tracks carried out over wax, searching for resolutions until somebody get back. Fear what happens on Earth stays on Earth, and I can't take these feelings with me, so hopefully they disperse. Ryan, I beat your ass if I beat your ass twice and you still here. We are uh, we are we are discussing Damn Period, um, the fourth studio album from Kendrick Lamar. Uh, it dropped on Good Friday this past Friday, April fourteenth, um, and it's been uh, at least in certain quarters of the internet the only thing that exists, <laughs> um, yeah. and the o- the only thing that exists uh, other than a possible and not yet materialized second surprise album from Kendrick Lamar on the third right? day. Yeah, on the third day, his album rose for from the dead right like it's almost too early to talk about it because i feel like the hot takes i mean the only thing that's existed on the internet is damn and all the hot takes on damn yeah. right like it's been yeah, a- yeah. no and, and it's, it's so interesting though because these are takes that you need like these are this is right so the problem is is the the takes are only hot on the outside right people are just microwaving their takes um and with a with um a piece of material as dense as this album and it really is dense like if you only heat it for two minutes for the standard two minutes uh it will not be your takes will not be thoroughly heated through um because you we so we need to like we are what we are going to try to do is that we have had our take takes on low and slow right for you know for the last uh for the last three four days to really try to heat to a consistent right these are sous vide hot takes uh is what we are trying to produce here right uh generating to a consistent temperature throughout uh this great album and and this album at least at the time of recording, I believe is sitting at a 99 score on Metacritic. Um, So I know that like, I think it's like above 75 or 80 is universal acclaim. So I'm not sure what 99 is. Um, 99 is, uh, is, is everyone's getting in line, I believe is what the Metacritic uh, (laughs) is. Um, But I mean, it's, it's uh, once again, well-deserved. I mean, I think that, um, and then this is, in a season, you know, we're, we're only coming back to contemporary albums. Uh, but while we were doing our historical trend, there've been a number of great rap albums this year. A number of the best albums of the year so far, um, have been hip hop albums, uh, Drake's more life album slash, uh, playlist, uh, um, uh, culture, uh, Migos's culture, um, and two back to back albums, uh, from earlier in the year by, uh, future, um, future and Hendrix were all great. But I, I think that once again, uh, damn, is now the only thing that uh, that that exists, and it, it is really like um, Kendrick's last several, uh, all of his albums, uh, is an accomplishment um, and and a progression and an artistic achievement, um, and I think is also going to produce some some big hits as well, right? And I think that that may be a way in which it's um, different from some of the predecessors uh, is that already I believe um, "Humble," the lead single, which was released in, in advance, um, it, I debuted at number two on the billboard uh singles chart and i i think that will be around for a while and a number of these other songs um will likely make it on including one featuring rihanna um right uh loyal which is uh i i think very um or sorry loyalty um which is likely to also uh also chart so this is um the you know the, the, the you get give this album a listen you've probably been reading about it and you will be hearing some of these singles so if you have not yet given damn a spin um get it on there because it's going to be it's going to be with us for a while <laughs> um, um so and and really it takes a number of spins because it is it is really constructed as an album right um and um as much as there are great singles um the singles are contextualized through the overall uh arc of this record um and there's there's a lot to dig into crack open a lyric sheet um crack open rapgenius.com uh, if you dare uh but that uh it, it is definitely this is one this is one case where the takes are not all uh thoroughly heated through um and so take your your genius interpretations with several 
several grains of salt. Yeah, there's some um, there's some raw there's some raw genius interpretations. There's some raw yeah. takes. So you have to salt them as an alternative method of preservation. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or maybe just bring some um, some lime juice and just make a take ceviche, right? <laughs> um, so that the uh, so that the the acid uh, uh, kills any harmful bacteria. Um, and so so warm your takes in whatever way, warm or otherwise cook your takes in whatever way you can, um, and then come back here for our um, for our take feast after this word from our commercial sponsors. Hey, uh, are you feeling too much pride? I I am. Do you I'm, need, I'm awesome. I'm do awesome. You, do you need to do you need to be humble? I I mean I've been told that, but I'm not sure that I accept that uh, that advice. <laughs> well, sit your ass down at a Kentucky Fried Chicken, and then let your life play out with an astonishing range of coincidences that lets you realize how fragile and driven by chance everything is. Is this an extra biscuit? <laughs> yes, you get two, and I'm not even going to charge you for them. Wow, I guess I won't kill you. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, come into Kentucky Fried Chicken. If you don't kill us, I guarantee you'll have a chart-topping single uh, years down the line, or your son will. Wow. Thanks, KFC. <laughs> we do chicken billboard top 200. And we're back. That was going to be mine, too, right? Uh, the, the Kentucky Fried Chicken. I just It snuck up on me. I had intended to go KFC, but I didn't realize I, I, uh, I had to do it. But I like, I like sit your ass down at the, at the Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? Like, yeah. Uh, uh, well, and, and so it's, this is interesting. This is the season. Um, this is going to be the, uh, the TFT season of fast food, right? Um, with, when we, we started this uh, with, with priests a few weeks ago, um, we were starting a band called Burger King. And now right. we're sitting our ass down at the KFC. So yeah. this is the uh, get ready for. I'm sure there are some hot, hot Chipotle jams coming just down the road. I guess Chipotle. I mean, I think at this point, Chipotle. I think started as fast casual, but I think it's it's fast food at this point. But yeah. that's neither. We're neither here nor there. Um, I mean, I think of Burger King as being like a broy restaurant, right? Like, and and I, you got to think that that like Burger King mascot was was designed to uh was designed to um appeal to bros but i think of of kentucky fried chicken is more like a family place and like the 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 emphasis on like they sell buckets they sell like meal kits you know what i mean they're like blue apron before blue apron but you, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to cook anything you know you just uh you just take it home and kind of unbox it and and they had a, a full thing and and god knows growing up i you know i had more than one meal uh out of the, uh, out of the the red and white striped cardboard containers of of kfc you know uh ori- oh, absolutely original yeah. original dark meat um so i have a question for you <laughs> uh yeah oh no i i told you the answer it's original dark meat Okay, great. Thank you. No further questions. Um, no, so uh, I mean, there there are a lot of ways to go here, um, but I, th- something that occurred to me in in listening to this uh, this album, uh, "Dam," is you know this this dam <laughs> with its uh, with its uh, you know surprising appearances of um, of guitar sounds uh-huh. um, and its vocal appearance uh, by by Bono himself um, and uh, its its meditative on on faith and god um and and the soul um is this a christian rock record (laughs) um yeah um i mean it's you know look uh when i think of heaven deliver me in a black-winged kentucky fried chicken uh, i think of dying uh, let me down in a field of flame and heather with instruments of, of faith and sex and God. Sorry, I couldn't help it. I felt you made me think of Counting Crows. Um, yeah. By the yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I think the answer is a qualified yes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, both because it's not really a rock record. I mean, in the sense that, in the sense that, like, there are other. Uh, there are other musics that use guitars besides just rock, yeah. and even even the appearance of U two, right on this uh, uh, on this album. They're not. 
they're not rocking. You know what I mean? It's no, no, no. You, you two comes to Kendrick rather than the other way around. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Exactly. Right? Yeah. He or, Kendrick Kendrick doesn't go to, to go to you two. Yeah. The, the, yeah, no, Kendrick doesn't go to Bono. Bono, Bono goes to Kendrick and, and it's, it's sort of like, there's a lot of keyboards, a lot of keyboard sounds on, on things like this, but like, so it, it makes me think of like, uh, especially with kind of the spoken word pieces or some of the, like almost the, um, almost like very slowed down R and B and, but I don't mean contemporary R and B. I mean like, uh, sixties R and B, you know? Um, I mean, R and B when that was just the, the code for African-American music. Um, like it's, it's almost, it's almost more like praise music, right? Like it's almost like Mm. the, like, Mm. it's almost like the, the underscoring, the sermon underscoring, you know, like when the praise, when the praise band, someone is going to, someone is going to talk or, or preach or testify or something like that. And, uh, there's kind of like a gentle underscore that, that sort of builds in, builds in intensity. Right. So, so I, I think it's a sort of, it's, but it's Christian not in in the sense of advocating uh, mm-hmm. Christianity or confirming Christianity, but in the sense of engaging with or interrogating yeah. or, yeah. you know, it's like uh, Christianity is the language that it speaks because it's the it, Christianity is on the, the record because it's the language that it speaks. It's the sort of co- it's the the common vocabulary of of sort of struggle and ultimate things, you know, rather than being rather than being. um you know, uh, proselytizing or, uh, uh, evangelizing, you know, it's, it's, um, this is just kind of the set of, of symbols that go, you know, that goes to that, um, that, you know, that goes to that sort of level of, uh, that goes to that sort of level of, of ultimate things. And I think that that's what's going on here. And I think that that's the kind of evolution, uh, of, uh, beyond to pimp a butterfly, right? Where like to pimp a butterfly was was about uh, understand. It was almost a bildungsroman, right? Like it was about mm-hmm. under, it was about understanding the education, the upbringing, the kind of the background, the history, uh, and that this is this is a little more oriented towards well, what the hell does it all mean? You know? Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, the word I was going to use it's kind of existential, right? right? Yeah, there um, you go. And once and once you're asking those existential questions, and that. Uh, as someone who was raised religiously, that part of the vocabulary of of asking existential questions is through the lens of religion and through the lens of kind of nationalism and, and America, right? That So, yes, it is a religious album. Yes, it is a, a kind of album about America. It is a political album. Yes, it is a personal album. And it's all of those, right? It, it, and because it, it is ultimately this question about kind of, uh, you know, existence as filtered through this very specific perspective of, um, you know, of Kendrick Lamar um, and and of uh, and and of I think you know notably um, as it comes up several times throughout this album Kendrick Lamar Duckworth right uh, as his um, you know his his full his full name right and the surname is the last track uh, on the album is the name of the last track on the album and and talks about uh, as as we alluded in in the ad this chance meeting between his father um, and the uh, and and the founder of his record label um, of Top, Top Dog. Uh, uh, Entertainment, uh, which is founded by Anthony Top Dog Triffith, right? And there's this chance meeting um, that could have gone another way, right? And, and that this kind of end of the album um, is, I think, this interesting circles back, uh, and is is the this is a case where the end of the, the is is also sort of the beginning, and you and you get this right where the the song even. Um, where he kind of says, you know, my record label boss could have killed my dad, and then this wouldn't be happening at all, right? Um, and then uh, the song ends with a gunshot, much as the first song starts. Uh, the album rewinds, and it and it starts over again, right? Yeah. Um, and and so. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, what what do you make of this technique? I mean, this is a technique that's it exists in other literary forms, in other um, in other places in in music and literature. Um, but what do you make of this kind of um, end being the beginning and the beginning kind of connecting back to the end? Well, the circular. I mean, the sort of circular thing. I mean, okay, so so there are, there are a couple of like normal interpretive things for this. One is like it's about rumination or it's about a cycle that you can't really break out of, which mm-hmm. is which is kind of of a piece with some of the themes mm-hmm. uh some of the themes of of the record i mean right like existentialism is uh, to a certain extent, a very hopeless philosophy because it's it's something that you can't break out of, right? And like there isn't you you can't break out of existence, and you can't break out of like uh, the death of God. You know, like if if there's right. if no one's coming to save you, or if no one's coming to like tell you what it all means uh, in in the end, it's just sort of generation after generation after generation, right? And and that's I think mm-hmm. th- I mm-hmm. think I think that's what. Uh, specifically here that's what it is it's generation after generation after generation like the idea is um you know each man kind of walks the each man kind of walks the the journey you know yeah and like as the it starts over because like it's about his father and like his father got him going and now he has a kid who he, he uh alludes to on the uh on the record several times and like the child the parent and the child the parent and the child the parent and the child um well and it's right uh, there it's in dna right the second track is about you know passing of things down right and what gets passed down from parent to child yeah right? and and there's a weird right there's a uh loyalty got royalty inside my dna um by the way this is a this is a technique that that he does a lot like uh and for what it's worth in it's like a litany it's like a religious sort mm-hmm. of uh, like a religious devotion where there will be a piece that stays the same and a piece that changes, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, loyalty got royalty inside my DNA. Cocaine quarter piece got war and peace inside my DNA. I got power, poison, pain, and joy inside my DNA. I got hustle, th- uh, hustle though, ambition flow inside my DNA. Like it's great, super intricate with the internal rhymes. Um, it's, you know, and the, the cross line rhymes, but the thing, the thing I'm trying to, to, draw attention to is like da 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 inside my dna da 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 inside my dna and that like it's that almost call and response or Mm -hmm. or as i say like a like a litany Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. it's a figure for it's a figure for kind of meditation right and sort of like and and also to a certain extent for kind of calling in the spirits a little bit to uh you know through this through this like uh uh repetition through this kind of through this kind of like spiritual uh spiritual chanting it's an it's an invocation right yeah Um, yeah yeah absolutely it becomes i think it becomes that uh Mm -hmm. and and that like and then like this is you know where's the u verse um uh oh it's it's uh Wait, no, uh, inside your DNA, um, the, it's, oh, it's the same verse. It's later on, uh, uh, all that sucker shit inside your DNA. Daddy probably snitched heritage inside your DNA. Uh, backbone don't exist. Born outside a jellyfish. I gauge, see my, uh, my pedigree. So like these words, uh, heritage, um, pedigree, you know, like the, the idea that the idea that something that there is a kind of essential character passed down, uh, a kind of essential character passed down from generation to, to generation. Um, it's another cycle to kind of be locked into. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that that one other kind of piece uh, on this, I mean, and, and pieces is, is is appropriate because it's the the word that it goes on. But just going back to the beginning of cocaine quarter piece got war and peace inside my DNA, and I just want to kind of hone in on that um, to, as we think about kind of cycles. Um, and I think that I love the idea of there both being the cycles of war and peace, right? Of of violence and um and of its absence. Um, 
but also uh, of not only are there both war and peace inside his DNA, but war and peace is inside his DNA, right? Tolstoy's war and peace, you know, a great Russian novel or a great, a great epic novel is also inside his DNA. Um, And I think it's, and I do think that that is, there um because of the way this this starts right um that i mean this is it's kind of we talk a lot about these um defining sonic moments of uh, albums and these opening moments and this is an album that has two of them right i think that the is it wickedness is it weakness that opens blood is one of those as well as the kind of spoken word um introduction um uh, that that ends up in him being shot which actually connects back to you know in our run of you know 1993 94 um um, hip hop albums of Illmatic, Doggy Style, um, and Ready to Die. Um, you have, in one way or another, um, everyone dies, right? In those, um, I mean, uh, in, in Nas, Life's a Bitch and Then You Die. Um, in um, Snoop Dogg, Murder is the Case. They they roll up on Snoop Dogg, um, and um, in um, in 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 Biggie, uh, there's several, right? There is the the attempted murder in um, in Warning, and um, and then uh, and then the gunshot at the end of Suicidal Thoughts, right? And here the album opens with this, yeah, right. That uh, and and those were kind of paced throughout um, their albums, um, but this is this this opens right there. Um, and then uh, and then goes into this um, this Fox News quote, right? And this is one of the things that's been um, hit the most, right? The the coldest of the warm takes is Kendrick Lamar takes shots at Fox News, um, and I, I think that, that that underplays what's like happening in the sound collage, right? Um, and that right that in the kind of fading the gunshot and you have this kind of hazy twilight moment between the bridge again and between the vocal the is it wickedness um this kind of there's a looped yeah. um track lamar state lamar yeah and then lamar stated uh his his views on police brutality um and uh and then the the response of the co-anchor like oh please i don't like it yeah the fe- the very white sounding female co-anchor right. right like exactly um and and then the immediate um transition right into dna right the i got i got i got i got um and 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 i think that right there right of um and, and and it's an immediate response. It's an immediate juxtaposition of you know this kind of absolute kind of um, you know lame pigeonholing and kind of lame simplification, um, and uh, uh, contrasted with um, such kind of complexity both in rhyme um and also uh, it's uh, complex rhymes about complexity right um and and it it just it just obliterates the the sound bite um and and combined with the beat um uh it just i mean it always i mean i mean i've listened to it um probably you know i, I that that transition you know, in as many times as I could possibly over the last several days, uh, and it, it it has not dulled at all, right? And that, um, I mean, I think just hearing the song on its own, it would have landed hard, but hearing that juxtaposition, it it just it it's it, it's so it's it's satisfying every time because yeah. it is it is it is such a um it is a a striking rebuttal, right? <laughs> yeah, well, it. I- and like what's being <laughs> uh yeah and it's a it's i think it's a rebuttal that the criticism doesn't frankly deserve right because like the, the it's, a, it's, a, it's a little bit of a straw man <laughs> <laughs> well i mean uh, a little bit i would call it a straw man except too many people believe it right like I- 
that's the thing, right? <laughs> you know, I like it would be. It's very easy for you and me to 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 you know sit in our ivory podcast tower and be like, oh God, no one believes this. Uh, no one believes this Fox News bullshit. No one believes this like reductive race baiting. You know, yeah. lowest like, common uh, denominator. Oh please, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fox, I don't, Fox News. I don't like it. <laughs> um, and and uh, you know, and the the yeah, the lived uh, yeah, and it just doesn't do. And what it what it um, what he responds with is more of the lived experience, you know. Right. And that's like it's sort of something that they that they don't deserve to see. And even even incorporating more Geraldo later into DNA. Um, this is why I say that hip hop has done more damage to young African Americans than racism, uh, in recent years, right? This, which is just like, so, which uh, it's awful. It's like, it should be, (laughs) uh. Not even a hate. It should be a stupidity crime to to like to uh, to say that on on television. But you know, this is this is Geraldo, and this I, I guess this is sort of this is sort of what he does. Um, you know, and and uh, it's I don't know. It's it, I'm not sure I can even respond to it. It just makes it. It just uh, well. It just you don't. You don't have. You don't have to. Yeah, fortunately. Um, fortunately, like, Kend- Kend- Kendrick Lamar has died for my sins, you know? Right. And well, and I think it's amazing, right? So that this is a place where um, after that bridge, where it kind of it breaks down, right? It's like it almost gets stuck in the mud, right? Uh, and and uh, you, you, it kind of slows down. It becomes almost chopped and screwed. And you almost see that it's like the, the, the criticism is 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 dragging dragging it down and then he, and and then so when when you get stuck in the mud you change gears right um and as the beat morphs um in this second verse um he he really ramps into a yet another i mean uh, another gear and it's i mean it's in these in the vein of these uh you know it's it's in a vein of songs that doesn't isn't really on to pimp a butterfly, right? It's a, it's a mode that is more frequently on good kid, mad city on songs like, um, back, uh, backseat freestyle, um, and, uh, and mad city. Um, and, and there, it, he inhabits this in several songs on this album. It's like kind of all of the Mike will songs. Uh, so, so this song, um, DNA, um, along with, uh, humble and uh, XXX were produced by Mike will made it, um, who is the producer, of other things of um, Black Beatles, the Ray Shremmerd song that topped the Billboard chart earlier this year. Uh, and also, I think notably for, I think, the sound of this, of uh, Beyonce's formation, right? And especially this kind of second beat has, uh, for me, um, is similar in a lot of ways to the formation beat. Um, and it's that it's this, like, I, I view it as this kind of flickering light uh, um uh, beat and and where his cadence kind of speeds up and careens and and I feel like and and I guess this is worth talking about because this name hasn't yet been introduced at this point in the album but I feel like this mode is for me I think part of like what is what exemplifies uh, what is uh, mentioned many times throughout the album so many times that we have to discuss it of kung fu kenny right um because this is a new thing uh this is uh and and it's one of the things that that is really the least well explained and understood and interpreted by the geniuses at genius um because it's it's very it's new uh and and people mention that um on Untitled Unmastered, uh, the EP that he released last year, um, he refers to himself as Cornrow Kenny. You mentioned that it comes up a few other times, um, you know, and usually the the citations or interpretations say that well, um, Kung Fu is mentioned also by the Wu Tang Clan, um, and and it kind of stops there, right? Um, and and I what and I I I want to bring it up because it's mentioned so many. Many times in all of the uh, all of the appearances by um, the DJ uh, Kid Capri, and when he yells "new shit," he 
get a uh, new Kung Fu Kenny. Um, I mean, so I'd love to hear, I mean, what do you make of both, you know, the, the Kid Capri appearances and these kind of punctuating the albums um, and also of this kind of character or persona of Kung Fu Kenny <laughs> that is kind of here and, and is new. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you, uh, uh, you killed Kung Fu Kenny, you well, bastards. Right. I, so th- that that's one of my interpretations, and I've not seen this interpretation. But like, right? Uh, like if if Kendrick Lamar is dead or in some kind of a a a purgatory or a kind of alternative dead dimension here, I feel like it like it it is kind of the dead Kenny, right? <laughs> um, it's not, not a South park reference. <laughs> um, I, I think it, it's there. It evokes that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that like sort of new, uh, is it, is it new Kung Fu Kenny, you know, uh, or is it, or is it new Kung Fu Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um the like, uh, new new Kung Fu Kenny. <laughs> well, right, like new so so new Kung Fu Kenny means new music from Kendrick Lamar, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh or it means new new like martial skills for Kendrick Lamar, right? Yeah. Like uh, or it means there's right, a, like, that's like that's like kind of like bad hat Harry, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's some new kung fu, Kenny. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, or it means like here's here's a new kid called Kung Fu Kenny, uh, right. aka Kendrick Ken, Kendrick Lamar. Like, um, so like, what's new about it? Like, what is the newness? Of the new Kung Fu or the new Kung Fu Kenny or the new, you know, uh, is it just that this is a new track and that this is, you know, that, that, Hey, Mm. here's, here's, here's new songs or is there something, I mean, is there something, you know, that, that, uh, uh, is there something that's sort of new about this? Um, and, and and fortunately, we have a verified annotation. Uh, the genius is a genius from Kid Capri uh, when he says uh, or sings, I guess, um, you know, what happens on Earth stays on Earth. Uh, the annotation is to tell the truth. I never asked Kendrick the meaning of it. <laughs> <laughs> I said what I said, and I never asked him the meaning. He told me to say that part. I mean, and that is, that's great, right? <laughs> because you know what happens on Earth stays on Earth, right? Yeah. Uh, and what happens uh, in in Kendrick Lamar's, uh, what happens with Kendrick Lamar stays in Kendrick Lamar's, right? Like, um, I, I, I think, so it's interesting, right? I think that the way that this kind of thing, you know, and Kid Capri and similar types of mixtape DJs, and right, this what this is is right, and we've talked about this, I think, a little bit in other episodes and other places, is a DJ drop, right? And so the DJ is identifying, often identifies himself. I mean, this is what's interesting, right? Um, is that usually the the yelling, and 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 he, I think we have a couple, right? There's one where he says the one and only Kid. Capri, right? And that's what separates it from uh, um, other mixtape DJs, right? From a Fuckmaster Flex or from DJ Drama. Um, and, and so... But, and it's like, there's there's a lineage to it that has to do with, like, DJs as being sort of live, you know, as, as being, like, the kind of curators of music at parties or at clubs or things like this, right? And, right. like, if, if, if music is a commodity, right, if it's the same, uh, you know, chart-topping hits, you know, or whatever the popular songs are that are going to get played... Uh, on any given night at the club, you need a differentiator. And that's mm-hmm. like that, that drop is the sort of, is the sort of differentiating, uh, is the differentiating factor, right? It's a way, it's sort of an economic thing. It's a way of kind of branding an experience rather than just letting it be kind of a commodity, uh, flow of music, right? Yeah. And, 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 and then I think that the other thing that it is, is, um, 
and it's like a station identification, right? So it yeah. connects both to a live party, but it's also kind of connects to radio and as kind of transferring a radio into a kind of mixtape or especially I think about CD mixtapes, right? Yeah. The kind of burned CD mixtapes. Um, and so there's a little bit of like, I'm the person who's telling you what you're listening to. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that this is interesting because we've talked a lot about um, kind of the, the hip hop mixtape. Um, and, you know, it was more relevant when you had multi-artist mixtapes um yeah. and uh and and less you know so once once you're getting to things like the um clips like we got it to for cheap mixtapes um or the kind of big run of Lil Wayne mixtapes um in the mid uh, the mid aughts, mid to late aughts. Um, then you kind of have single artists. So I think another reason you might yell new Kung Fu Kenny is both that the, the song is new, but I think as you're saying, Kung Fu Kenny is a new mode as well. Right. And so it's, you know, that there is, you know, cause there isn't a lot of Kung Fu on, um, onto pimp a butterfly, right. That, you know, Kung Fu is the sound of fighting back. And, um, a lot of, to Butterfly is about resignation, about grief, about being lost. Um, and there is a certain amount of um, acceptance that comes in at the end, right? And and you kind of get to, near the end, you get to, um, I love myself, right? And you get to hear the entire poem. Um, but here, it's starting from this place of you know, potential damnation in this kind of one-two punch of the first two main songs of um, of DNA and Ya, you have, I think, the the rapping style is indicative of this fighting um, and and then and announcing that this, at least some of these songs, are, are by this new Kung Fu Kenny, right? It is both new songs, it is new shit, because I think it's, it's worthwhile noting that in the first appearance, it is new shit, new Kung Fu Kenny, right? Um, and, and I think it is both the shit and the Kung Fu Kenny that are new. It's, it reminds me of that, that thing that Thoreau uh, said, right? Like, beware of enterprises that require new clothes as opposed to a new wearer of clothes, right? <laughs> so is the shit new or is the, is the Kung Fu Kenny new? I mean, it strikes me that Kung Fu is a way of, uh, is a kind of structuring narrative that, that sort of gets your that gives your experience meaning by putting you to a place of of uh, by like kind of graduating you through levels through like oh let's say thirty six chambers of kind of deeper and deeper mastery or or profounder and yeah. profounder yes uh, yeah mastery and that's that's not what to pimp a butterfly is about it's the kind of the poem it's the sort of poem uh evolving and kind of the self-knowledge um the self-knowledge sort of evolving and i think like one of the things that's harder about damn than to pimp a butterfly is that the kind of the organizing uh the organizing metaphor is not totally clear right like the the whatever the concept of this concept album it's like an enigma concept album like you guess the concept at the <laughs> you know at the end and that like i think that's why we want to um i think that's why we want to uh focus on these moments on these kind of disjunctive this these sort of disjunction moments or these sort of things because we're looking for signposts uh, right. uh ways right. to ways to kind of deal with um like w- ways to kind of structure our uh experience and look and look for a way to kind of um to kind of uh make sense of it now what was uh the the one that i um most uh thought about this with right like the one that that was for me um the most uh uh disjunctive was i think uh sorry i'm looking at the looking at all the one word titles of the songs um oh was where you and i both took our our opening quotes from was fear right because right. fear really is sort of uh uh a heteroglossia you know there are like yeah. different um it's almost like different documents you know yeah. being you know 
kind of and like you rip the bottom off one and then go to another one and rip the bottom off that and the way that they're the way that they kind of are pulled up short uh the way that things kind of get interrupted actually like the the role of interruption uh yeah. in this record is something that's hmm. that's you know interesting to be sort of structured but like and and then in the way that like in fear each verse is is almost a different track you know is almost uh you know from the i beat your ass verse to uh, I'll probably die anonymous. I'll probably die with prom- promises. Verse. Uh, when I was 27, I grew accustomed to more fear. Verse. And then uh, I'm talking fear. Fear of losing creativity. Uh, fear. Fear of missing out on you and me. I'm talking fear. Fear of losing loyalty from pride and, and stuff like that. Like each one, and then back to the uh, back to the thing. And there are another couple tracks where there there are these things. It's it's almost like it's like a novel where like the form of the novel is like there's a letter and then there's mm-hmm. a like a uh i don't know a, a lease an apartment lease reproduced and you're meant to sort of gather from that uh what's what's going on um the the idea of a of a of a heteroglossia the, the of a a set of a set of different languages right like a set of different discourses kind of pulled pulled together into one work was a was a metaphor that that uh, kept reoccurring to me as I as I was listening to this album and kept helping me sort of to structure my um, structure my ex- experience but then to, when it's that you're sort of presented with a puzzle and the the idea is like well what is this really about like what's the puzzle What's the story? Um, what's the story behind the story? Uh, in in novels, it's usually that someone's having an affair, right? Like that that like <laughs> one of the characters is is doing something nefarious. That's yeah. Th- that's why all the obfuscation um, in the uh, that's why all the obfuscation in the thing. But but here it's it's a little bit like it's sort of the self as a heteroglossia, right? Like the the idea of like the all the all the things are kind of interrupted uh you know because it because it's like boy interrupted you know it's like uh, mm-hmm. the, the the um uh yeah, the 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 self can't be can't be experienced in a sort of continuous way. I mean, like, like the interesting thing about Kung Fu Kenny is that it's like it's a new persona, right? And there are all kinds of new personas. And I think the way that. Um, Kendrick refers to himself like as as K dot you know yeah. uh, as he calls himself Lamar uh, in in the final track when he tells the the story uh, in Duckworth when he when he tells the story of the the chance meeting uh, right. between the father and the the man who would be his, right and his, his dad is Ducky right yeah. like um, yeah exactly and that 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 like he's Kung Fu Kenny he's you know there there are a lot of kind of names and nicknames and things like that. And I think yep. that this is this is uh, like facets to the self, where it, right, like whereas yeah. Well, uh, there's also Uncle Kendrick, right? Yeah, that gets introduced by his his uh, niece, uh, seeing him on TV and say, "Look, there's Uncle Kendrick." Right. right, exactly. And like, but but the niece, yeah, and the niece sees him on. This is ironic too, because the niece sees him on TV. I think in the context of some sort of like critical Fox News piece, right? Right. And that right. like, and so they're probably going off on him. But the niece says, "Look, that's Uncle Kendrick." And like the idea of like, well, is he, you know, is he a menace, right? Like, is he a kind of a, a plague on society, or is he Uncle Kendrick, a sort of loving mm-hmm. uncle, a loving and devoted family member? You know, is the is the irony here? So even in one appearance um there's a weird you know there's a kind of multiple multiple persona kind of thing going on it's it's war and peace right (laughs) yeah he's got it all inside his dna right it's it's war and peace and hence war and peace right (laughs) um i want to go back to this idea of interruption because i think it's really important i i think with the line in fear that um connects that really well is i'll probably i'll probably die because that's what you do when you're 17 um right and and i think that that connects to that directly and then it and then he fast forwards right when i was uh when i was 27 um and this this kind of technique of these looking at moments is used a lot um it's in 
in um oh i think it's it's everyday struggle kind of does this a little bit um by biggie um and then also um i'm trying to think which jay-z song does it it's one of the blueprint songs that's escaping me right now i think it's um it might be ain't no uh it might be ain't no love uh in the heart of the city um but i i would need to kind of double check that um but it's one of the kind of middle album cuts on the blueprint that go kind of fast forwards um and uh but i think that right um, basis when I was 27, I grew accustomed to more fear. But right, but the fear here is it's a few it's, it's few things. But I think in the middle, I think um, is really important. Is this my biggest fear was losing it all? Scared to spend money, had me sleeping from hall to hall. Um, and this idea of like even though he is making money, that someone will you know someone managing the finances will um, will will make that money disappear and it'll, it'll go back to to section eight right um and and i and you see this back in dna and it's one of these really um really set blinking you miss it lines um but i and and i don't think the geniuses at genius have caught it yet um and so you heard it this is this is a an interpretive exclusive new shit <laughs> new interpretation uh new kung fu oh CS. close close reading ryan <laughs> close reading ryan yeah exactly new shit uh, um is uh in the in the kind of second verse in the in, in the second beat um he says um right uh let's see sleeping in a villa, slipping, sipping from a Grammy and walking in the building, diamond in the ceiling, marble, marble on the floors, beach inside the window, peeking out the window, baby in the pool, godfather goals. Only Lord knows I've been going hammer. Um, and, and I think that the going hammer is amazing, right? Because there's at least three things going on here, sure. probably more, right? So the, there's the going ham, right? It's a it's a reference to the going uh, the watch the thrones going hard as a motherfucker. Um, it is going in the way that he is going um, in, in this kind of Kung Fu Kenny style is hammering away at the beat. But I think that the way, and I think the way it connects back to fear and one of the, the fears is going hammer, is going MC hammer. Yeah. Right. Uh, and is is going is going broke. And, and you see this um, even in this kind of in the confidence uh, and in the fighting back that is here, there is a sense of it all being lost. Right. Um, and of this of of precarity. Right. Um, I mean, if there is a a. Um, it, it, if there is a thread, right, going back to this question of what it is all about and what is the unifying story, I think it is one of of precarity, of fragility. Sure. Right? I, I mean, I think it's I, – I, I agree with you and I would go one further. I mean, I think it's profounder than that. It's the idea that he doesn't really own his success or the fruits of right. his success and right. that like – that the kind of the social position of African Americans yep. in the United States or yep. his particular life experience or like some combination – probably some combination of all of these things combined right um means that even when he has it he doesn't really have it right yeah. like the idea you or know, he's, he's he is afraid that he doesn't have it right? yeah um, yeah 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 exactly and that like what's an advisor someone that's holding my checks just to fuck me over and put my finances in debt i read a case about rihanna's accountant and wondered how did the bad girl feel when she looked at them numbers right like the idea uh you know the idea that like even uh you know, even Rihanna, like who is a global superstar, you know, is, uh, doesn't really, doesn't really own these things. And it goes beyond just like a principal agent problem, right? Like for, there's a different valence to, to the, the prospect of Kendrick Lamar being, uh, screwed over by a manager, by a, an accountant or an, an advisor or a business manager or some, some agent of his and like Leonard Cohen, right? Like, cause this actually happened to Leonard Cohen and he lost all his money and it was just gone, you know? And yet it doesn't like in his narrative, like it's about, you know, the transitory nature of all things and like his, his, uh, spiritual excellence, you know? And, uh, and for Kendrick Lamar here, it's about like losing everything, sleeping from hall to hall, going back to public housing, uh, you know, not having a car, things like uh, things like this. And that that it's a much more fearsome uh, it's a much more fearsome prospect. And, and it's about like the disintegration uh, of everything that makes him kind of secure and stable.
Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. And I think that that kind of disintegration, both that is driving him right, is also the this kind of fear and this fragility um, and and the kind of social position and the and the kind of structural factors that lead to this right is also this is getting back to these cycles right and that he you know I think that what is happening in this last verse of fear is that this album is an attempt to break that cycle in some way or another um, and 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 it's it's this, and it's it's and I think that the what is um, hit in um, in Duckworth is also a way of of doing that right um and so um well yeah because know, the, the thing in duckworth the thing in duck duckworth is about like a kindness that didn't have to happen right, right exactly like, you know and that there there are moments it's in religious terms it's about grace right yes because exactly. like like grace is the kind of the the, the religious principle of sort of surpassing yeah. or of yeah. not, you know what i mean of like a, a kind of an unmerited kindness you know yeah. that is kind of outside of the bounds of um accounting of yeah. like of like an accounting of because like so much of religion is about accounting like if you're on santa's nice list then you go to yeah. heaven and if you're on santa's naughty list you go to hell but like uh grace is the kind of the the overflow uh mm-hmm. the over the overflow of of good stuff and that that's right. what that's what happens here and that like that it is one it is a fragile it's it's not a it's not an operational plan but it right. it happens enough in a life that you can and, you know, if you're lucky enough to kind of seize on one of those moments, uh, it can really sort of carry carry you. And I mean, the point that he makes here is it not only does it enable his uh, music career, but it enables his uh, it enables him not to be dead. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing grace in a KFC, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and the, the exact line is, uh, you take two strangers and put them in random predicaments, give them a soul so they can make their own choices and live with it. 20 years later, them same strangers, you make them meet again inside recording studios where they reaping their benefits. Um, and then, and, and, and then he goes on, right. Um, that, uh, um, uh, you start reminding them about the ch- that chicken incident. Whoever thought the greatest rapper would be from coincidence? Because if Anthony killed Ducky, Top Dog would be serving life. While I grew up, while I grew up without a father and die in a gunfight. Bang. Right. <laughs> and 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 that's where the album ends. And I think that that parallels um, where. Um, uh, uh, where fear ends as well, right? Um, of um, uh, and and I think that this end of fear. I don't know if he hits every single word that is mentioned in the t- album track titles, but many of them, right? I, we can almost ring the chains, right? I'm talking fear, fear of losing creativity. I'm talking fear, fear of missing out on you and me. I'm talking fear of losing loyalty from pride, right? Both there's there's two more because um, my DNA three um, will let me involve the light of god four um i'm talking fear fear that my humbleness is gone five um i'm talking fear fear that love six ain't living here no more um i think that's all of them right but that's um a, that, that's that's uh uh and, and well then fear is is said again and again right so it's about at least half of the um songs here are mentioned um and uh and again the fear is that um uh, that what happens on earth stays on earth and I can't take these feelings with me. Right. And I think this idea that it's not that what he can't take with him is, is the wealth even is, but it's the feelings. Right. Um, and so he says, so hopefully they disperse. Um, Right, and then back to the lyric that I quoted at the opening, within 14 tracks carried out over wax, um, searching for resolutions until somebody get back. Um, and so, uh, and and circling back, right, when he returns to the 14 tracks, within 14 tracks carried over wax, carried out over wax, wondering if I'm living through fear or living through rap. Right, and I think that that is, I think that that is kind of the this idea of, um, 
I mean, and, and it connects so well to, to uh, like these kind of the motifs of death um, and of, of ominous li- lingering death that was through the 90s albums that we we're discussing. Right. Of um, and it's it's a kind of a flip side of, of ready to die. Right. That it's it's ready to live. Right. Um, and, and 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 ready to live through rap. Right? Yeah. And, and and to sort of evolve. I mean, it's sort of it, it represents an evolution of those. Uh, of those concerns, right? Like the, the, it's interesting, you know, what, what, if, if, uh, if, you know, a lot of, of ready to die is about peril to your life, you know, um, like, uh, damn is about peril to your soul. And right. It's, le- it's right. Peril to your, to, to your eternal life. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Or, or even to your kind of humanity in, yeah. in this yeah. life, you know? Yeah. Da- damn. Why they try to, to, to stick me for my dignity. <laughs> <laughs> and that like, um, you know, this is a, there's, there's a lyric early on, uh, oh, I, I think it's in an early thing and I can't, it, I, I'd have to click through the lyrics to find the tracks, but it's, um, uh, he's sort of like, I, I used to struggle with other people and now I struggle with myself. Right. Yeah. 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 And that's that, that like, that, that sort of, that, that's the, I don't know. That's, that represents the motion that I think that this, um, uh, that, or, or the direction that this album is pointing toward moving toward. Yeah, I think that's I think that's exactly um it's is exactly it. Um and and I think that you have these moments. I mean, we haven't talked we we've talked a lot about uh, like a lot of more of these challenging moments of working through, but you have right within these these songs that are that are kind of more of the kung fu you know you still you have then like for instance between um fear and duckworth what you have is um is is god right and um and 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 that the course of that is right this is what god feel like um laugh into the bank bank like aha uh-huh. um you know a flex on swole like uh-huh and and i think that that it's in this interesting i mean i think going between these songs of and and i i like so what is based on this like what is it that god feels like right um and it's about um right um that 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 it, I guess it's it's doing it right. It's like God feels like I guess th- there's God in the kung fu, right? <laughs> um, uh, a little bit, um, and it's both the the process and the success of the process. But it's it's kind of not trying to you know that that some accountant might mess up the check, might you know, and and someone might you might have to sell the Grammys. Um, but that it's it's again it's going back to the idea of the feeling um and it's the feeling of of doing the kung fu um and and sharing the kung fu with others uh is is the god right and it is and it's the solution to the existential dread right and it's it's doing the rap um it's it's living in these kind of small moments of grace right um that um it solves the existential um problem right and and uh and and challenge um and so it's it's a, there's elements of whether it's rising above or fighting back and, and and that's the thing about kung fu is that there are many styles right um and that you you can switch styles and adapt based on uh based on the opponent um and so i think that that is um i i think that there i think that that is it's it's the the there are kind of multiple levels of success that are, that are what helps to kind of guard against or respond to the fear, um, and that is um, kind of where the 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 triumph is right. It ends in this moment. I mean, that is kind of this high and sweeping moment of triumph, kind of musically, um, and then and then that kind of in some ways Duckworth is kind of almost a coda right and, and especially in the way in which it's quieter it's more reflective and circles back to the beginning right and so that even in this triumph um the the cycles and the pressures of these potential cycles 
are are there um and and so and so as just as the album starts again we must listen to it again um (laughs) and keep listening deeper and deeper and and again even with these close readings um there are are so many great songs that we've not even gotten to dive into um we barely even talked about um bono bono's very brief appearance uh in which he comes to kendrick uh on on uh xxx um or um or or the single um uh humble or the future single loyalty um but there's and and i think all of these connect through to this um and are worth dissecting and engaging with on their in their own right and in the context of all the other songs and certainly we will do that um over the coming weeks uh, and months uh, as this, as we keep um, uh, hearing this album uh, and maybe it become, it does become recontextualized uh, by a second album uh, as one aside by that one uh, Reddit user and extreme uh, Kendrick Lamar super fan was so certain that, uh, that this would happen, that he, he entered a wager, uh, which is that he would eat a vinyl record of good kid, mad city. If he was wrong <laughs> and there was no album on Easter, so he made a um, he made a vinyl smoothie um, and uh, and ingested the record uh, because um, because Kendrick did not rise on Easter. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and 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 this is I mean, you know, these are the levels of of um, devotion uh, that that this can uh, inspire. And so I, I think that I mean, it is interesting that that there's a lot of, you know, as you interpret, as you read, um, come up for air as well uh, and and kind of recontextualize and engage and step away from the geniuses. Um, but but talk about this record with people and engage with it um, and, and engage with the contradictions, engage uh, with with the challenges um, and start doing some of the kung fu yourself um, and and find your find your kung fu style um, and 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 find those moments of, of grace. Um, and so as you um, as you are working out uh, kung fu, while you may uh, shadow box on your own, come spar with us as well. Um, comes come spar with us uh, in many the many places where you can find us uh, on Twitter um, on on Facebook. And of course, on the show notes on overthinkingit.com. Um, and even while uh, we uh, continue to spar with Kendrick Lamar and Dam, uh, we will continue with lots of new music uh, next week. And wherever we land and whatever, uh, whatever style we adopt, just know that we certainly will keep it real. <laughs>